giving ourselves a daily little roadmap is extremely effective. Hello, and welcome to Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. I'm Jill Farmer, one of the lead coaches at Doc Working, and I am joined by one of the other lead coaches, Gabriella Dennery, MD. And today we are talking about why less is more. And yes, we know that can be sort of a trite overused statement, but we want to give you just a couple of little tips and new ways of thinking about this that might help open the pressure valve a little bit for you so you don't feel quite so pressurized and heavy and overwhelmed on those days or times when you do. So Gabriella, what comes to mind for you when we say less is more? What are you finding works for you in your life in regard to this? Well, I discovered a little trick recently because instead of having things on little separate pieces of paper, what I have is notebooks. And so I'll have my to-do list for one thing over here and my to-do list in this other notebook over there. And I have accumulated all these notebooks and it's like, this is not working. And then I switched to another method where, okay, let me just put everything in one notebook (laughs) and see what it pans out, which means that I can't get to everything. And that also was a source of incredible frustration. And I got fed up with this whole system. And so I was starting to look online as to, well, what else is working here? Because something has to give. I follow this habits guru by the name of James Clear. I love his work. And he's the author of Atomic Habits the psychology behind habit forming. And so he talked about the Ivy Lee method, which was employed by a consultant who was consulting for an industrialist about a hundred years ago. And he said, I'm going to improve your productivity and all the productivity of all your executives. And this is what you do. And he went to every executive and he said, the day before you write at the top of a list, tomorrow's list, and you put the date and you list six things and no more than six in rank order. What's priority one? What's the top of the list? And then you keep going, but no more than six. So literally it takes not even half a page, one item per line. Write a few notes at the bottom if you want. Fabulous. But that's it. By the next day, you tackle that list. And usually you start with number one, if at all possible, because that tends to be the chunkiest one. What I've found over the last, I think I've used it for about a week and a half now. It's absolutely fabulous. Oh, I love it. Because no one, I'm planning my day the day before. It's something that you talk about a lot, Jill. And it's very, very important. That way I can be intentional with my day. Number two, it helps with decision fatigue because it is right in front of me. I don't have to second guess when I get up in the morning. Okay, so what's on my plate today? That's already been determined. Number three, I find that I don't necessarily get to all six. And that's okay. If I get to three, I'm a happy camper. It could be that three of them or two of them or whatever is left over gets transferred to the next day. But that was my fourth observation. What gets transferred to the next day is not necessarily gets to number one. It may stay at number three or four and other things take priority, which means does this need to be on my list at all? (laughs) So it also helps me weed out the stuff that is unnecessary or that I think I have to take care of, but I don't necessarily, or it can wait a little longer that it's not that super priority one or two, that it's lower down on the list. So these are kind of the four things that I find using this method. It's simple. It's only six things. It happens the night before. You write it down. You plan your day. The next day you do the same thing. Let's say I've done the list for Tuesday on Monday. On Tuesday, I do the list for Wednesday and keep going on that way throughout the week. Recreation time gets on that list too. 
I make sure of that because it can't just all be work-related. Family time, household time gets on the list too. And at the same time, I get a really incredible plan for the whole week, plan for each day, and I find that I am less stressed, I sleep better, I am relieved, I know what's coming, I'm intentional, and I don't have to second, third, or fourth guess what I'm doing. And I forget less stuff too, which is phenomenal. So what would you say about a quick tip to really hone in the fact that less is truly more? Because through this method, I'm getting a ton more than I did before. Yeah, of course, this is near and dear to my heart because I love time and stress management strategies. And that's what I've been doing for 10 years and wrote a book on it. And I love the Ivy Lee method. I love atomic habits. I and mean, it's one many pathways to getting a little bit more. But I think from a psychological perspective, I just want to kind of riff off one thing you said. When we get under pressure or stress, we lose the ability to prioritize. And we usually have one of two coping mechanisms. One is to kind of spin out of control in that frenzied motion for the sake of motion where we're moving and kind of jumping all over the place, but not necessarily making appreciable progress. Or the other is to kind of procrastinate, <laughs> hide, go away. And so we don't move forward. And so giving ourselves a daily little roadmap is extremely effective. The one way that I talk about for all of you who are hopefully going to be joining us in our Doc Working Thrive, in one of the courses that we provide, I give you a whole roadmap for how to do this every week. So it's important, as Gabriella says, start this today, <laughs> doing it on a daily basis. But in Doc Working Thrive, as part of our stat course for quick wins to get your life back, I'll walk you through a system to do it for your week. And the reason that this is important is that we tend to vomit up everything that we have to do in order to be a citizen of the world in an unprioritized matter into, as Gabriella said, a notebook. For me, it was just pieces of paper strewn all over the place, front and back, 50 items on a to-do list. And at some point about 10 years ago, I was like, I never seem to get to the stuff that matters. And I'm always overwhelmed and I'm always busy. And so I learned by studying everything from everybody, every productivity person out there. And with my mind that all of those complicated systems, all I really needed to do was to take that massive list, that long to-do list or the notebooks and take a deep breath. And once a week, map out my Monday through Friday and make those daily lists, as Gabriella said, or take that really most important thing. I like to say five things per day, six things per day and put it on my calendar at the time of day when I know I'm at my best and my brain is working at my best. So I know that is going to get done if nothing else does and then move things. It doesn't get done one day, it moves to the next. We're not trying to get you to be less successful or achieve less. We're trying to get you to recognize that sometimes the coping mechanisms that we've all just baked into our bones for living in a highly pressurized society are not helping us to make real progress on the things that matter to us. So slowing down, less is more. I like to say slow down in order to make more progress, to take just a little bit of time to map out what matters to you in the priority order. Starting today with that daily to-do list is a great way to start. Later on, we'll show you how to do it a little bit longer out, just a week at a time. And every single person I ever know that has done this map your week method or uses the Ivy Lee method of daily to-dos reports back later and says, dang, I'm getting a lot more done and I'm getting a lot more of what matters to me by using the shorter list, the more focused list, less. <laughs> so final thoughts, Gabriella? I think you bring up an excellent point. The combination of the weekly plan 
with the daily list, I think is probably one of the most powerful combinations there is so far that I found in personal experience. And I'm going to suggest it to all my coaching clients. It's like, all right, we're already mapping out the week, but let's map out your day. The two of them combined, I think, have incredible benefits. And it can start today, right now. As you said, it's actionable right now. Okay, everybody, there you go. Now you have your fun thing that you're going to go play with. It's going to help you feel at the end of the day, like you've got something that matters complete. So on behalf of Gabriella Dennery, MD, lead coach at docworking.com, I'm Jill Farmer, and thank you for joining us for Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. Thanks all of you for tuning in to listen to this edition of Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. We have something new and exciting to tell you about, so I want you to hop over to docworking.com. Doc Working Thrive is getting ready to launch in a very short time. And what that is, is a subscription service for physicians. It includes an excellent self-paced course called STAT that is all about quick wins for living well. It is group coaching. It is a Facebook group where you have a chance to connect to other physicians and coaches to ask questions about things that are happening in your life. And it also includes weekly video tips to come and give you advice on important things in your life. So we're really excited about this. The price is almost too good to be true. It's so good. And I really think it's going to be a fabulous support network for physicians. So we hope you hop on over, check out Doc Working Thrive today. And until next time, we'll see you on Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Amanda Taran. I'm the producer of the Doc Working Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like and subscribe. We would also love it if you checked out our website, which is docworking.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. On Instagram, we are docworking1, and that is with the number one. When you check us out on social, please let us know what you would like to hear on the podcast. Your feedback really means a lot to us. And if you're a physician with a story you'd like to tell, please reach out to me at amanda at docworking.com to apply to be on the podcast. Thank you again, and we look forward to talking with you on the next episode of Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast.